Welcome to yeah. Deconversion Therapy, the podcast. This is our third cold opening. We're not we're not in tandem, but we're having a good time. This is Karen. This is Bonnie. Here we are. <laughs> we're here. And um, yeah, we're this summer has been crazy, but before we get into it, you guys know what to do. And look in our description. You're going to find everything that you've ever wanted in your life. And feel free to sponsor this show. It really helps us out. And we even had a guest speaker at our sponsor Zoom the other day, Mo, who knows everything, Duggars. When you tell people that everything is in the description, she means things like where to find Karen's stuff on TikTok and Instagram, and there's good, funny stuff there. And people don't even know that we're a podcast. You follow us on those media platforms. Yeah, they're well, they're they're unintelligent. It's what they are. No, they're not. <laughs> that's um, right. And then please rate and review. Like that's the most important thing. And some weeks it's like, yeah, people are rating and reviewing, and then other times they aren't. And I'm like, ah, I guess we should say it every time. And so the best way to say it is curse on you if you do not immediately rate and review. This next week, you'll have boils, which would have been funny before monkeypox, but um, I guess it's not anymore. Do you get, what do you get with monkeypox? I haven't been reading the news because I'm trying to feed my brain with only happy, frivolous bullshit. Oh, well, so I, what do you get with monkeypox? I think... Um, why don't you just go along and, and skip around in your happy world and just press your skin against people's pustules? Go ahead, Bonnie. <laughs> okay. Is it boils? There, it, it's pimple-like stuff, but, but those like, can also be internal. So that's when what? exactly people are like, oh, oh I can handle God. that. But, you know, it comes with fever. It comes with lots of other things. No, it is not an STD. No, it is not just for gay men. It is <laughs> not anymore. It's just, you know, it, it's a contagious disease and it can also be spread through respiratory droplets. So the information oh, really sucks. But guess what? If you move back to New know. York, Bonnie, you mm-hmm. can also now get reinfected with polio. So there's probably about what? 100 cases now. Polio? Yes. Yeah, yeah. But we've got shots. Oh, those shots stopped after they looked at those our shots arms. stopped working. And they're like, ooh, that's unpleasant <laughs> scars. We oh, shall not God. do that. Yeah, they thought they eradicated it, but, um, you know. It's it's the summer oh of the God. retro diseases. So we're back. Oh and bubonic plagues next. Great. Um, but I hear Shakespeare was very creative during the yeah. plague time when he, when he was isolated There's and quarantined. something to say about uh, it. It works for us. Good God. So, yeah, please yeah. rate, review, check out merch. We're excited about our big satanic panic-arama episodes coming up, and there's going to be some exciting releases around that. So, please, be deconversion therapy missionaries. Like, share our stuff. We would appreciate it so much. We really would. We're we're little we're little fish, Bonnie. <laughs> well, you can make them into a lot of fish and some wines and some loaves and things. 
that's mm-hmm. that's how they do magic tricks in the Bible. <laughs> but um, whenever I read Satanic Panic, I read it as Satanic Picnic. And there you and go. So that's a little <laughs> that's a little hint towards uh, maybe some merch coming out. Oh, yeah, we'll let but, people guess. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so here's my question to you. Where do you think people listen to this? Oops, I need to turn off my phone. Um, Here's my question for you. Where do you think people listen to us? Do they go and, like, hide in their cars and and just drive around and listen? Or are they listening on the way to things? I'd love to know that. We should ask that in our next little sponsor Zoom thing. I I hope they're not just sitting at home uh, because that's sad. I do. (laughs) I don't know. I'm not sad. I love What do you do when you listen home. to podcasts? Uh, I put in a podcast if I've got to do anything that Teal Swan cannot do because of her trauma, which, if you listen to those episodes, <laughs> is clean. So, like, when I'm cleaning, podcasts. Okay. When I'm exercising sometimes, podcasts. It's too hot to walk okay. outside. But I'll tell you, lots of people have sent us things where they're on long road trips and they just stream yeah. all our stuff together, which I don't understand. It makes me embarrassed and I want to pull, <laughs> you know, their stereos out of the car. But well, yeah. OK, so from me, Orlando is exactly two hours away. So a couple weeks ago, I wanted to read a book. I got it on Audible. By the way, if you go on Audible, no kidding. (laughs) By the way, find our Amazon affiliate shop. You can get everything. Uh, Go ahead. So I wanted to read this quote unquote read and just kind of have a dedicated time to do that. So I was like, oh, well, you know what I'll do? I'll just go to the mall in Orlando. And it's stupid to some people, but I'm stuck here. You know, from my place, if I go east, I can't go any further. If I go west, it's into the, yeah. (laughs) If I drive west, it's into the Everglades. (laughs) If I go south, it's Miami. And that's just, you know, scary traffic sometimes. So, like, what do I have to do? I got to go north. So, you know, so that's my thing is, like, I just love driving and listening to them. Yeah. But sometimes you just have to make a destination. And you you like to... You like to get out of the house, which is, seems yeah. like everyone but me. The other day, uh, my husband... <laughs> but wait, out of the house in another little subset of my own environment. <laughs> we just sit in but the car. still. Be moving. Like there are different things out the window. Uh, my yeah. husband had to take the car that has the actual working air conditioner the other day for meetings and was gone. He would still sleep here, but he was driving to Nashville. Anyway... Then later he said, okay, I, the car is back, so now you can yeah. finally go out without sweating. And I thought, <laughs> I haven't gone out at all, and I have not thought about going out. Like, I can just, yeah. it's, I, I have a feeling it might not be good. I just tweeted the <laughs> other day, I'm glad to get back into writing, having taken time off to become agoraphobic, because that's what right. I think I've been doing during fucking COVID. And you're not alone. I've read things about people. Well, it's an elite group. That. Um, That's right. <laughs> you're only allowed in. If you well, I know two others of them who are very big in my life who just don't do anything. Hello. Anything. Hello. <laughs> no, no, no. Not even at home. No, I'm kidding. Um, so, okay. Well, this summer, 
we've uh, Bonnie and I got to see each other. Uh, we were hashtag blessed. That was fun. Went down to my own hometown. Uh, you know, my girls are grown and they're out. And so it doesn't feel like traditional summer like I've had all the time, except for the heat. Yeah. But it has not stopped the evangelicals from having hot girl summer. They've been wilding out. And we're going to do a summer roundup of all the, I don't know, stupidest or most alarming or just nut job. How about evangelical? The most yeah. evangelical oh. things. All of that did you works. Talk, did you talk on the podcast about the guy who was walking along as people were having their dinners, minding their own business outside on the sidewalk cafes of downtown West Palm Beach, Florida, and he's just yelling at him to repent and just deciding he's going to be given a sermon? Wait, wait, wait. Let's back up. So... I go Did down. you talk about that? Oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> we go down. My family goes down to my hometown where Bonnie is. And so who went down? <laughs> we had a lovely <laughs> dinner. And then we walked along the, the star-twinkled streets. I don't know. Anyway, there's this preacher outside. So I stop. Well, he's a young man. Because I want to talk to him. I turn around and all of y'all are gone. (laughs) So don't even like be like, oh, did you tell him about the time we left you? Because we were uh scared of She's going to engage. I know. And I know. I looked at my husband like all of y'all were halfway down the street. I'm like, ah, shit. But can you, I mean, just... Regardless what your topic is, if you're sitting out at an outdoor cafe, mm-hmm. like that to me is the equivalent of a mariachi band just coming up and not being invited yeah. to your immediate, you know, surroundings. So then, okay, I can't talk to so-and-so because this guy's in the background. And wasn't he talking on a bullhorn? He was on a bullhorn. I he, mean, all wasn't that. just yelling. No, I, he had like a little microphone. He brought his karaoke set, oh, I yeah. think. But it was absolutely like, I don't care if you're saying things I agree with. Like, I don't want to hear someone louder than myself. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't even, if I go out to dinner and I'm sitting there ready to talk to friends, I don't want Jerry Seinfeld performing, (laughs) you know, six to eight feet away from me. I don't go out where they play music. As great as he is. Like, I hate that. I hate, like... Meeting someone uh, at a restaurant, it's like, and tonight it's seven. Once I see music. them bring in that fucking <laughs> box, you know, speaker, yeah, amplifier. Like, Shit. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> I'm there with you. But we've always known that about me. Yeah. You know who I want to hear sing ABBA songs? ABBA. And that's it. And <laughs> anyway. I want to have it on the calendar. I don't want it while I'm having my. <laughs> on the calendar. Fried gizzards or something. All right. Well, I'm going to start off this by just getting the bullshit news out of the way from this summer, which is... So we used... Tell them we used to call this church bulletin. So this is kind of just an update of church shit in the news. Yeah. Yeah. Just this whole summer. We're going to try and wrap it up for you just in case you haven't had your ear 
stuck in the the whole um hey what are you evangelicals (laughs) doing now yeah just in case you're listening to oh i don't know the other news that's equally important and (laughs) life-changing but not bonnie not bonnie (laughs) she's just hopping along (laughs) to whatever you know is the good news um all right, so Roe versus... Whatever aging pop star is going on tour, <laughs> I've got that information. All right, sorry. Roe versus Wade. That happened. That's been the big news. We've done something on it that talks about the real stuff. But what I'm love-hating is so much of it, it's like, you know, we have a bunch of Catholics on the Supreme Court and people are like Catholic, Catholic, Catholics, they're doing this. And it's like, they are not. The evangelicals are behind this. They're the ones with the actual power and money in the government, more so than even the Catholics. And they don't think the Catholics are Christian. So I cannot wait in a way to see how and when they, the Catholics realize their pawns and how the evangelicals eventually do something that ends up hurting the Catholic Church. Because they think they're nearly Satanists by worshiping all the saints. <laughs> um, so it's going to be interesting. So, okay, so you're saying that because I do remember trying to witness to my friends who are Catholic, I mean, and they're like, excuse me, I believe in Jesus. What exactly are you saying that I'm not a Christian for? Because you're not? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it's not like we do it. That's right. Um, so, yeah. So the Catholics don't realize that they think that about them? I have a feeling they think, hey, we're on a team to yeah. outlaw abortion. And here we go. Yeah. And they're being pushed and, and, you know, supported in a way by the evangelical right. But the evangelical right, they don't think they're Christians. What are they going to do eventually when they find out they're actually not working in tandem about things and that um, they're looked down upon? I don't know what's going to happen. And what the evangelicals are going to do, but eventually they will, you know, do something against Catholics. Even if it's like a, a someone running for president or vice who's Catholic, the evangelicals, who knows? They might use them for a while, but then they're going to tear and, them down. And there was another little snippet of something that I didn't include in all of the news coverage that I'm going to be talking about, where there was some like super conservative ding dong evangelical guy who was saying that if you are in a church and there's a woman leading the congregation, you should run from that church because that's not what God wanted. I'm like, you guys, it's <laughs> oh my so gosh. Tiring. So it's it's hard to imagine these people like thinking that. These kind of people are on the team of anyone else. What I'm also semi-excited when you said that is like how much this breaks up into even further like churches and denominations, how people are going to be like, wait a minute, my church allows female speakers. Let's start another one. So these (laughs) 40,000 denominations are going to be like 80,000 before long, and hopefully none of them can survive on just 
all that. <laughs> Let's start another one. Who's coming with me? Come on. <laughs> I am. Is it okay I had an abortion once? No. Go to the <laughs> I had an abortion once denomination. All right. Well, I will start by kind of debunking one of the things that has been trending in the social media that um, there's a guy in Kentucky who has created, I don't think it's an exhibit. What is it? Like an installation of what he says is like a life-size version of Noah's Ark. Right. It's a, it's a, an, a not an amusement park, but oh, a, it's museum. a museum. A museum. Yeah. Yes. So his life-size Noah's Ark Museum, um, it, this fundamentalist guy, Ken Ham, it was it was on somebody's, uh, whatchamacallit? Uh, on their Instagram? Instagram mm-hmm. or Twitter or something like that. And they're like, oh my God, this is the highlight that I've been waiting to see. That, um, that Noah's Ark uh, files for flood damage. <laughs> and while it's not untrue... I looked into it, and this story has been trending in social media recently, but it's actually from a 2019 article. Yes. And so they had really um, they had really big floods this year, and it was awful. Mm-hmm. And that just kind of made this other one come to light. Um, the access roads to the Ark, or wherever the hell it is you go to see the Ark, which I've been hassling Karen. I'm like, when I come up to see you, can we go see that Ark? Um, So the access road to the Ark was damaged due to heavy rains. So this guy wanted to file a claim with his insurance agency. Do you know who Ken Ham is? He's the guy. (laughs) He's the guy. (laughs) He's the guy who has the Noah's Ark Museum, Ark Encounter. So he's quite famous in circles of intelligent design, although he does himself look a little like he is back on the human evolution chain, like physically. I'm not joking. I'm not making fun of his looks. It's... If you, if I've seen 20,000 people in my life, I would pick out him and go, wow, they need to study his DNA because something is interesting going on. But he's famous for debating with like Hitchens and a lot of these very well-known atheist people about creation. He, he's the poster Neanderthal the for, proponent for correct. <laughs> Okay. For creation. Okay. Apparently in his creation museum that you're referencing, it teaches visitors that humans and dinosaurs coexisted, <laughs> um, that humans did not cause climate change, and that our planet is only 6,000 years old. Um, so we talked about that in, what is it, episode 42. Yeah. The the joke was that, you know, oh, you had to file insurance to help you with your flood damage. Is your arc just too shitty to survive Mm -hmm. it? But no, it was just from 2019. So, you know, if you read that and you thought it was current, it's not. So what you're doing, it's you're coming in to just go, but it is funny. Yeah. Yeah. Some people kept sending it to me and I'm like, yeah, it's, it's not current. But I do mm-hmm. appreciate the guffaws. 
Okay, so going back with I, I love your whole museum thing. So I'm going to switch it over to an art installation that happened this week down in Texas at the <sighs> like convention of the GOP, whatever the fuck stuff. Marjorie Taylor Greene, there's a video of her, I don't know where it's held, some convention center. And is she the blonde one? She's the blonde one. So I'm going to talk about both. We got the blonde Christian nationalist. We have the brunette, which is Lauren Boebert. But Marjorie Taylor Greene is the one from Georgia. Lauren is the one from Colorado. So Marjorie is at this fucking whatever. There's an art installation, which is... Is it the seep? Is it? C- I want to say CPAP machine. It is That's CPAP. not right. Is it CPAP? Yes. <laughs> they need CPAPs. And there is a like a jail cell just sitting there, which. That's the art installation? I'm getting to it. I'm getting oh. to it. But So if you describe it, can I say what I think it should represent? Sure. The persecution of Christians? Listen, they are the most persecuted among Listen, the land. No, so, no, no yes. one's more persecuted than number 45th president. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie's doing little hand, hand gestures, <laughs> tiny hands. Yeah, so there's this jail cell. There's this guy in the jail cell. In the back, oh. he said, everyone's left me. I don't know what it says. It's some bullshit on like a... Thing And now I'm thinking about, uh, you know, his church guys like, hey, let's build a jail cell. Oh, I know where some <laughs> bars are, at, you know, Buddy's house. And they just do it and they pray over it. Anyway, the guy's sitting in the jail cell. He's in an orange jumpsuit and he's looking like he's going to cry. And then you see the video of Marjorie Taylor Greene walk into the jail cell to clapping. There are people fucking clapping. And then up starts the white people gathering around and praying, going, we call on you, God, to, you know, sin Archangel Michael. I will come back to that. We need to defeat the enemy. And so they're praying for this guy, and he has a MAGA hat on. Oh, gosh. In my... Uh, just, so hold on. He's got an orange jumpsuit on uh-huh. with a red hat. Right. <laughs> right. Which is exactly, I think a statistic just came out that. now that only about 3% of people in jail are atheists. Oh, can you guess what the other parts are? <laughs> so, which is reversed if you are talking about scientists. Let it sink Which in. makes it even funnier in Arrested Development that he converted <laughs> to Judaism in jail. <laughs> and he made the tapes, the videos. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah. So Marjorie Taylor Greene walks in and, and prays. And these people gather and they're praying. And it, it's just like, what the fuck is going on? To me... I am laughing. Now, I know I should be like, this is horrifying what has been happening in our government and what the hell this blonde woman is doing. But then someone, I put it on TikTok, and this nice man stitched, and if you look into that, it's like, take part of the video, and he educates me on who that man is. That man 
was at the January 6th Capitol riot. He's well, been, I don't think anyone should have been there. So, A, he's got that going against him, in my opinion. Of course. Go ahead. So he, not only, I think he's been arrested, but hasn't been sentenced yet. And he worked with the FBI to tell on the other people who had been there. So now he's doing an art installation about how scared and lonely it is that he might go to jail. And they're praying for him to oh. be released and not have a jail sentence and for God to help overcome the evil, which I guess is um, called law and justice in America, but now it's evil. It all goes back and forth according to what side you're on. And I'm just I bet like, it wasn't oh. that guy who had the Viking hat, was no, it? No, <laughs> the vegan. No, he's a vegan. Yeah, don't you remember he he was put in jail nearly first. The big meatyish one, like he's kind of meaty looking. Well, he's skinny, but he had a lot of like hair, and he had the buffalo horns, and yeah, 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 yeah. So then you see him in jail, and he's like bald, and I mean, he had an. What is it called? A make Was he wearing under. a wig? To, it was a make under. Did he wear under. a wig to January 6th? I think so. <laughs> he pulled the Andra uh, Agassiz where he has all that hair and then it's gone. Um, but he filed to get vegan meals and it was this whole thing oh. like, oh, and they call us snowflakes, etc. That's just a trick that he learned from the airlines. There you go. You know, you get like better food if you ask for I a think, vegan option. I think they were like, suffer in your socks because um, <laughs> you're not getting that. So I got to look that up. <laughs> he's, a, he's not a vegan. He is too. Not in real life. He, what life? Yes. Well, I mean, You'll on enjoy his paper it. of what he asks for in jail. Okay. Ugh. We're going to pause and okay. you can look it up. Man who wore horns at U.S. Capitol. Oh, good. <laughs> keep reading. Keep reading. She can't get Okay, so that. all I Googled is Jan 6 vegan, and here it is. In the AP News, man who wore horns at U.S. Capitol to get organic food in jail. Oh, my God. There he is with all of his, oh, he's got bricks on his arm as a tattoo. Um, he's a brick house. <laughs> Ow! A judge on Wednesday ordered corrections authorities to provide organic food to an Arizona man accused of participating in the insurrection at the U.S. Capitol while sporting face paint, no shirt, <laughs> and a furry hat with horns. Oh my God! This is the worst TV show ever. It really is. Oh my gosh. He's lost 20 pounds since he was transferred from Arizona to Washington last week, said his attorney. Oh, my God, says his attorney, Albert Watkins. This guy, Chansley, who calls himself the QAnon shaman, considers eating organic food to be part of his shamanic belief system and way of life. It's so, like, his mother complained for him. That's what started it. And it's just... His mother? I'm telling you. <laughs> okay, let's move on from that guy, Although I'll bring him up later because that's very interesting. So the guy in this art installation was actually there at January 6th, and they're all praying around him. And then people are reacting, saying, wait a minute, 
evangelicals don't think that Catholics are Christians, but that guy outside is praying and he's not conjuring, but he's like praying that Jesus will send Michael the Archangel. And they're like, oh, what's this? That's Catholic imagery. And I want to go back to, no, it's not. Post-1986, when This Present Darkness, the fictional book about spiritual warfare came out, this is grown into the whole, they're angels like Michael, who is known as one who battles and is in revelations for battling in the heavens over dragon demons. This is what people are conjuring now. So, Wait, what came out in 1986? The book This Present Darkness by Frank Peretti. It's a fictional book. We talked about it before, and it... The plot is that it would show stuff happening on Earth, and at the same time, the battle between angels and demons over everything, and that sort of the more you pray, it's like hungry, hungry hippos, like the faster you hit those little hippo mouths (laughs) in that game to get all the marbles, you're going to win. So like the harder and better and faster you pray, it like powers up. The angels to be able to oh. conquer the demons, etc. So, okay, no, they're evangelicals. They are just um, really influenced by a fictional plot of a book that came out in the eighties. Okay, so a friend of mine enjoys that every quarter she gets a bulletin for adult education yeah. in the. Connecticut suburb where she lives. So I just wanted to inform you that this is a class that's being taught. Ooh. And it's new. It says, you know, new in a different font <laughs> next to it. Oh, that's so, um, real new. <laughs> yeah. So it's called Winging It, A Guide to Connecting with Your Angels. Oh, this shit. is it. I thought yeah, it was one I could taught. teach about how to live no, life. Well, you might. This four-week workshop provides a non-denominal... Wait, take two. This four-week workshop provides a non-denominational overview of angels and how to connect with them. You will be introduced to information on guardian angels and archangels, their role in various spiritual texts, the way in which they can help us, and how to call upon them for guidance, protection, and support. We will practice angel meditations and other exercises to help you connect with your guardian angel. You don't need any experience or special abilities. You just need to bring a sense of curiosity, fun, and an open mind. And this is in italics. These sessions can be attended in person or virtually. Pre- Please bring a mat or blanket for the meditations. Oh <laughs> how the hell that comes into it? I like, you're going to make me sit on a mat? Oh, you're I meditating, can't sit in a chair? Bonnie. No. Angels, oh my they, gosh. you've got to do, it's like yoga, Christianize, bastardize. And I, well, so, you know, <laughs> it's a woman leading it, right? Well, that's the thing. It doesn't say, <laughs> it, but here's the, uh, yeah, it gives, um, the first initial is R. And then it says their last name and they have a PhD after their name. So, like, A, you know, R. But you can get a lot of PhDs at at 
strange places. I just want to go to it and be like, can I please see your angel wing tattoos on your back that I know you got? (laughs) I want to see them. The same person also teaches um, Reiki level two, and I guess level one, but that's not (laughs) the picture that she sent me. Because you have to have level one to go to level two. This angel, quote, fad is so big right now as far as the whole um like tarot cards they've now made them with angels so now it's not oh they're not evil anymore yeah it can't be bad anymore now it's with angels they've made an angel theme ouija board um so it's like anything we can put angels on and you all have angels watching you my favorite is when christians who are in mainstream churches, aren't even down with all this angel porn, are like, oh, you had someone in your family die. Well, God wanted another angel. It's like there's no biblical anything (laughs) that humans turn into angels. So I don't know what the fuck is going on. All right, so next up. Mark Wahlberg is a little bit trending recently Because he's promoting an app on your phone as part of a partnership that promotes his movie. It's called Father Stew. Hate it. (laughs) You didn't see it? I've I've done stuff about the trailer. I know enough to be nauseated. (laughs) You didn't leave the house. You just said no. Um, So, okay. So, let's see. He heard about this guy who was a boxer, mm-hmm. and then he moved to L.A. after his boxing career ended, and he almost died out there. And then when he was near death, he became, he I guess, gave his life to being a pa- uh, not a pastor. Um, priest. A priest, mm-hmm. yeah. And so Mark Wahlberg loved the story, and he's been trying to get it to be made into a movie, and it finally happened. So great. So part of promoting this movie is this, like, paid partnership with this app that is a Catholic app about praying. Yeah. And so, like, it's, I guess... Can you have the app pray for you? Okay, so the app is called Hallow, and it says that it's the number one Catholic app, which I think is funny because how many could there be? It's like me saying that I am the number one person in this room, you know, eating a ham sandwich. I don't know. You could say that about everything. I, okay. So their, their tagline, when I went and looked at the, you know, the app, when I looked it up, it says, find God's peace through prayer and meditation. Well, duh, Mm -hmm. to me it seems like, okay, so they're hopping on the meditation bandwagon that a lot of different people are already on. Headspace and all those ones that have made tons of money. Yeah, yeah. Dan Harris, that 10% happier thing. Uh Uh-huh, deconversion therapy. It's just so relaxing. (laughs) But I love meditation. I can't even tell you. And so... Sure, if you see something that's like, oh, it's meditation. Oh, that's something that I've been hearing a lot about. And it's Catholic. Mm -hmm. Well, sign me up. (laughs) So 
I kind of have to respect that he's not hiding at all, that he's like, well, here's a big bunch of group of people who might go see this movie. Let's 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 center. Let's have synergy Mm -hmm. and um, and have a a partnership with an app. How much money does he get for for a hawk in that app? I don't know. But he um, but there are some videos on Twitter an Instagram of him talking about how, like, let's get prayed up and kind of, yeah, uh, you know, being cool. It's like a little bit adjacent to the youth pastor vibe. So, you know, he then, has now said he's not going to do any movies except faith-based ones. And who plays his father in, in oh, Pastor in Father Stew. Stew. Father yep. Stew is our <laughs> beloved Mel Gibson. So we have two people with problematic pasts who are yeah. now like, we're just doing faith-based stuff. And Mark Wahlberg cannot pass up the opportunity to now do his whole Catholic face stuff, but in a way that still somehow portrays his muscles. So I love that he picked (laughs) the boxer because he's like, oh, now I can get all fit. Now I can get fat and then get buffed because I think he did gain some weight for the before parts in this. Well, it's sacrificial. That's right. There was a Newsweek article that I read, and here is a little bit of it. It says, Mark Wahlberg once said in an interview he was terrified God would send him to hell for making boogie nights, which is weird because, if anything, God is going to send him to hell for beating a Vietnamese man nearly to death. Boom. Yes. Wrote this guy on Twitter, um, James Murtaugh, in a response to a Hallow app ad. And that guy is referring to an incident that Wahlberg spoke about in the past. When he was 16 in 1988, he assaulted a Vietnamese-American man on the street, knocking him out with a wooden stick while shouting obscenities at him. Um, He also attacked another Vietnamese-American man later that day. And then they mentioned that he used to uh, yell slanderous, slanderous? He used to yell racial insults at black people and throw rocks at them. Yeah. He's a dick. <laughs> He's <a> dick. <laughs> um so so Marky Mark is in the news for that. Well and I looked on I looked on the the Rotten Tomatoes. People have gone on there and given it really great ratings. Of the course. critics not so much. Yeah. I mean that's the the playbook that You know, these things make money because people end up, the churches end up using the tithing money to purchase tickets for the youth group or their whole church, and they put it in the bulletin, and then people pay for those tickets, and they all go as a group, and then it's like, look, Jesus is so represented, praise God, this is going to change everyone's life. Um and, and I guess they say, no. go on go on Rotten Tomatoes and give a review. Absolutely. So it's interesting, again, what will the evangelicals think. I'm not going to uh, watch it. Um, you're not going to see Father Stew. I will dance to good vibrations, but I will not do anything else with Marky Mark. Oh, let me just give a confession right now. When I was back in acting school, <laughs> we had a dance class. And the song that we would play, or our teacher would play, and have us do a certain exercise to two times a week was Good Vibration. 
It's a happy and song. And as a result, I know every single word mm. and every single nuanced uh and feel it, feel it. You're <laughs> a Wahlbergite. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, honestly, it's one of my favorite songs. Like, it, definitely in song. one of my top 100 songs. And yeah, he looked great in the lie. Calvins. That's all we need to know about him. <laughs> a, B, done. You're done. You go somewhere else and we don't want to hear about all your all your shitty stuff and you and I were just talking about like people shouldn't be canceled for things that they did in eras where they didn't know the difference like there there wasn't at the age of 16 you're just an idiot to start with well and guess what but this is physical violence and slurs that he knew were wrong this isn't just a guy who you know wasn't sensitive to other people that he was doing things maliciously and actually hurt people so fuck yes he did go to jail though good I wonder if he can then now go into the jail cell that is at the Texas art installation. So he can be prayed for. And then he's just like, don't pray for me now. Put it on the app. We're going to come back with part two because a lot of shit went down this summer. And we'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Bye.